Back to WKTY Outdoors. It is 827. I'm Kevin Millard. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning here. Hope you're enjoying your weekend and making the uh, the making the most out of it here. And looks like uh summer has finally arrived. Um looks like we're finally gonna get a stretch of some uh some warm weather here for uh for a change. Hopefully it'll just you know sunny and warm is cool. Rainy and warm, yeah, not so much. But yeah, it's, uh, um, and what I wanted to talk a little bit about today too, is just, you know, kind of the, as we kind of enter this stretch here too, you know, we always hear that phrase dog days of summer. Um, you know, when it comes to, you know, it really isn't, uh, you just kind of have to, you know, it's just sort of, you know, you, you just have to adjust your game a little bit. I mean, yeah, it, it you know, is it's, is it tougher fishing? It can be at times, yes, um, but it's not, uh, you know, it's like, oh, I'm not going fishing now, though. The, it's just, you know, and then hold off. It, it, no, 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 it just, you just have to adjust things just a little bit, you know, and, you know, whether, it, you know, yeah, you got to deal with the the heat and the, the sunshine and bugs and all that stuff. But, yeah, I mean, you know, you can still catch large amounts of fish, you know, or you can still get lot, lots of fish. Um, on the water, regardless of what, uh, uh, time of the year it is, you really can. And, you know, uh, this time of day is, is pretty nice for getting out early in the morning. I mean, we got the, the, the sun is up. Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's light out what five o'clock now. Um, certainly, uh, uh, you know, five, five thirty. you know, you can, you can be getting ready to be out on the water there and they certainly, uh, you know, and certainly a lot of folks are, you know, and it's, this is, like I said, this from now until maybe, I don't know, nine, 10 o'clock, what a great time to get out on the water. Not necessarily a ton of folks out there, certainly no, you know, pleasure boaters or anything like that. Mostly it's going to be people that like, you know, you and me, we're going to be <laughs> out on the water fishing. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about some goofball in a, you know, jet ski or something like that being an idiot around where you're fishing you know and it's i think it's just a little you know this time of day too early in the morning you know it's just it's kind of nice it's kind of peaceful you know it's just a, a, a fun time to be out there too you know good time to be active and so are the fish for that matter. um you know one thing that uh, um you know there's just a lot of i think there's just a lot of misconceptions out there uh, that, you know, this time of year, the bass really stop eating when it gets hot. We haven't quite, you know, I, you know, if the water temperatures were maybe another 10, 12 degrees warmer, maybe that's true. But I mean, it, it really, you know, this time of year, you know, yeah, it might be, you know, we're going to see temperatures in the eighties today. It's just not that, you know, that's not going to affect the bass. You know, it just, it isn't, you know? I mean, look at all the the mayfly hatches that have, have been going on throughout the area here. You know, <laughs> I don't care what kind of a fish you are. You know, you, you 
you get the buffet out there and you know, yeah, you're going to pig out. Um, it's just, you know, they're going to be just, you know, stuffing themselves, you know, they're not necessarily, you know, look at it this way, you know, they, you know, and that's in addition to say, you know, they're, they're, you know, normal fare of, of, you know, minnows, crayfish and other little bugs and things like that. Um, you know, um, but yeah, they, yeah, they still have to eat. They maybe not they won't necessarily expend as much energy uh, going for a meal, you know, as they uh, maybe would when the the water temperatures are a little bit cooler. But uh, according to, to some scientific research, largemouth bass are the the most efficient in their use in the use of their food when the temperature is between or when the water temperature, I should say, is between seventy eight and eighty five degrees. So that means you know they're they're comfortable in warmer water, you know. And whether that water is three feet or 30 feet feet deep doesn't make much difference to bass, you know. It's, it's, you know, it's important, uh, but it's not as important as, say, having a a food source, you know, versus, you know, quote-unquote comfortable water. Um, Of course, you know, food supply, if if the food supply doesn't react well to the higher temperatures, it will, you know, move to another cooler and offered often deeper location. And of course the, the bass are kind of follow right along with that as well. And when you, uh, and when you look at the metabolism of the bass, you know, as the water temperature goes up, so does the metabolism. And, you know, really what that translates into is, uh, you know, fish are expending a lot of energy. They got to replenish that. You know, so and, and, you know, with the spawn and things like that, too, they tend to get more aggressive. So, yeah, you are going to find, you know, that's why they don't hold those major bass tournaments here in Wisconsin in winter. <laughs> they they do it in the summertime, you know, or in the warmer water season. You know, that's, it's just, uh, you know, they're, they're more active, they're more aggressive, and they just need to eat a lot more. So chances are, you know, you present, you find them and present something to them, you'll, uh, you'll be able to find it or they'll, they'll chomp down on it. But yeah. In the heat of summer, the feed bag is on most of the time, not the opposite. So another, uh, I guess myth, if, if you will, of, uh, summer bass fishing is that they, they go into deeper water. Eh, you kind of have to define what define deep, um, you know, around here, bass, you know, will maybe hang out in the 10 to 20 foot range, you know, if depending on how clear the water is, but you know, with the way things are, you know, the water has been pretty dirty. So, you know, and, and even, you know, you know, down South, they may be, you know, 20 and 20 to 45 feet of clear water, but you know, here 10 feet, isn't necessarily even deep, you know, it can be deeper water. You know, a lot of times they'll be a lot more shallow. You know, they're going to be chasing those, uh, they're going to be chasing those bait fish. So, you know, yeah, you're going to find, you know, when you get down to that 10 foot depth or whatever, I, you know, the water temperature is going to be a little bit cooler. Um, which again, uh, you know, is a, you know, down into the seventies or whatnot, kind of what we're at right now in that mid seventies range. You know, that's plenty comfortable for the bass. Again, is, you know, 
it's all going to be focused on whether or not, you know, their primary food source is tolerant of, uh, of a warmer water temperature. And the bass can be too, especially if there's, you know, cover or structure available, something, you know, like the, like lily pads that you can use to, uh, or that they can use to just kind of shelter and, and, you know, shade themselves from the, uh, the light penetration and, you know, under those lily pads, yeah, the water temperatures, you know, no light penetration, that water isn't going to, uh, isn't going to warm up quite as much. So, yeah. And with the, you know, with the, I suppose with the exception of chasing after schools of bait fish that may be suspended over, uh, you know, in open water at times, you know, bass will be found around various types of structure. Another key, and I was thinking about this when I was giving the fishing report this morning too, is is um, this is a uh, sort of a good indicator or whatever that there are that there's bait around. Therefore, it's got the potential for for fish. Anyway, you know, if you see gulls or you know out on a body of water diving down to get a meal, or you know, uh, or even lots of surface activity too. Odds are that there's a nice school of bait fish hanging around in there. Um, you know, so that's, that's another place to, to check out too. And, and of course, uh, you know, summer bass tend to, to loosely school up over a broad area. So therefore, you know, the structure needs to be large, large enough to accommodate a, a group, you know, like, you know, weed beds, uh, you know, Lake on Alaska or someplace like that too. Um, that's not always, you know, the case that, that might be for, you know, for largemouth, smallmouth, you know, working, you know, rock areas and places like that. Um, yeah, they, they're going to be spread out, but they're going to be kind of in a general area anyway. Um, and in relatively decent numbers, I think, uh, uh, again with those, uh, and, and they're going to be aggressive as well, you know? And if you're looking in the, the weeds and plants and things like that, um, you know, they give off, you know, good dissolved oxygen in the summertime that keeps that water oxygenated. More importantly, of course, is the food source. Uh, the little bugs on there that the, uh, the minnows will eat and in turn, you know, on up, move up the food chain and, you know, the little bugs are there, the little fish are there, the little fish are going to get eaten by the bigger fish and so on and so forth. So... And that's another thing too that uh, is kind of important too. Not so much necessarily, you know, on a, a main, the main channel and kind of off the main channel or whatever. But it's, you know, some of those backwater areas, that water gets a little on the, uh, you know, stagnant side, and there isn't a lot of current and things like that. You know, dissolved oxygen might be something to uh, uh, might not be at the the greatest levels there. So something to uh, to think about too, in terms of places where the fish aren't going to be. Um, but yeah, again, uh, like I touched on a moment ago too, there's also the shade provided by the weeds themselves that are going to drop down some of those, you know, three places where the, the water temperature is a little bit cooler. That's going to be kind of an attractant to fish, uh, at times. Um, you know, so uh, those are some things to just kind of keep in mind in terms of, of locations and things like that. Um, lure choices, you know, in the, in those kinds of places, you know, top water of some kind, a, a frog lure, um, spinner bait, buzz bait, chatter bait, uh, something that you can, uh, you know, maybe drop on, on some lily pads and, and 
and drop them into those holes and, you know, watch those bass chomp down on it. That sounds like fun. You know, if you want to, uh, you know, work some weed lines with some crankbaits, um, you know, or even if, uh, I, I don't know if I, you know, necessarily, I don't know. I guess maybe depending on, on what you're, what you're working, if you're working little holes, then maybe some kind of uh, jig and a minnow combination of some kind or another, uh, jig and a plastic. Um, I'm thinking maybe a jig and a plastic might be a little bit uh, uh, better for uh, for use as well. So, but yeah, you're just, uh, and again, you're looking for the little holes in the vegetation there that uh, uh, you can drop things down into as well. Uh, river structure uh, is a bit different. Uh, we were talking about backwaters and, and places like Lake on Alaska, you know, here you might have to move around a little bit to find more concentrations of bass, but that's okay. That's what, you know, you got a boat motor, <laughs> you know, you, you got shoes, you, you can, you can make it work. Um, but yeah, a Creek or a stream outlet, uh, going into the river is a, a good spot to check out first. It's a, you know, a good shallow water, deep water location, um, you know, Things will be moving in, into the main channel there, and the fish are going to be hanging out there, wait, excuse me, waiting for stuff to get uh, washed in there. Um, not necessarily you know, bass, but you know, other fish as well, for that matter. Um, you know, find a, a point or something along those lines um, where that outlet is on either side. Um, you know, if, if there's some sort of you know timber or rocks or whatever. Um, as opposed to fishing weeds, your choices here are a little more varied. Uh, you know, something like a, a crankbait, um, that can, you know, maybe bounce off a rocks, a lipless crankbait, uh, rattle trap, something along those lines, um, would be pretty, uh, I, I think can be pretty effective. Uh, spinner baits, the same thing, you know, plastic, you know, maybe, uh, tip it with some kind of plastic, what have you, uh, you know, buzz bait, what have you, um, along the surface can be uh, can be great um sorry here my phone is going bonkers this morning here i apologize for that so uh anyway but uh yeah you know a buzz bait can can be a lot of fun this time of year you know and that noise really uh, uh really does drive the fish wild at times you know um especially you know you can really find those aggressive ones very quickly um you know that kind of allure is, is much better this time of year than a, a slow one. Uh, lastly, uh, you know, a, a minnow imitator hauled back to shore of the boat in a series of twitches and jerks, you know, crankbait, or not a crank, not necessarily a crankbait, but a, uh, uh, some kind of topwater, a popper or something along those lines. Hey, that could be a lot of fun as well. So, uh, again, I've covered a lot of ground here this morning, I know. Um, but, uh, yeah. Again, just don't get in that mindset that, you know, hey, fishing is going to, you know, or if you've had a day where, you know, oh, man, fishing is tough. This weather just is, you know, it's so hot. And it affects, I think it affects you more than it necessarily affects the the fish. Um, yeah, there can be conditions where, you know, yeah, the water will be affected and it will affect the fishing. Don't get me wrong. If we get, you know a bunch of rain and it, it, you know, raises the water a foot, some, you know what I mean? Uh, conditions change along those lines, but you know, as a general rule right now, I mean, I'm looking and looking at the conditions here this morning that 
wow, this is uh, pretty much prime weather here for, or prime conditions for, uh, for some great fishing. Uh, the river stage is low. The water temperatures are in the right place. You know, uh, you know, yeah, we've got a possibility of some rain here, but I don't think that's going to muddy things up too awful much. You can find places where there's clearer water. Um, and, uh, that will, uh, definitely, uh, definitely help. So, um, but, uh, yeah, get out there and enjoy it. I mean, there's just, and, and the cool thing about it is, is that, um, where we live, we've got so many places to, uh, to, to go fish, you know? Um, I know, uh, uh there were some folks when the airport folks closed off the, uh, gate to Fisherman's Road. I know there were people that were complaining about, you know, oh, I can't get back. I, I can't go fishing now. And I'm kind of thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, man, how many places, you know, yeah, yeah, and don't get me wrong, there's some great fishing back in there too. You can get some nice, uh, definitely get some nice, uh, some nice places. But man, that's not the be all and end all, you know. Yeah, it's convenient and it's nice, but um, <laughs> we live on the Mississippi River. We've got backwaters, you know, stretching from here to there and everywhere. You know, I mean, it, it's like, Man, find some, find some new places. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of, a lot of places, uh, a lot of places to go fish. Try something new for, for a change. You know, I don't think the conditions. You know, I, I think you can probably find a carbon copy of a lot of the conditions that you'd find up there. That, you know, elsewhere on the, uh, uh, here on the river system somewhere. I, I find it very hard to believe that. Those conditions are the only ones that are unique to that specific location. So, but hey, we all we all get in those habits and, and places. We have our favorite places. I do too. You know, it just it's one of those one of those things. So, but yeah, you know, don't be open or be open. I should say to to trying new things and new places, and uh, that's that's why I enjoyed having uh, Captain Ted Peck on the last couple of weeks. I mean, he just uh, we covered a lot of ground and covered a lot of new things that, uh, uh, new ways of, of thinking about fishing and, and doing things that I hadn't really considered. So that's, uh, that's cool. That's, you know, be willing to learn and have some, uh, have some fun and, you know, increase, uh, increase your skill set. So, and increase the places where you go. Yeah. It's nice to go to the same spot and yeah, you're always, you know, maybe you will, maybe you won't. And it's like, there's so many different places out here to fish that sometimes it's hard to choose. So anyhow, okay, uh, a little rant is over here. I'm going to take a break. It's 845. I'll be back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. Instead of just creating ads... 
we create strategies. We don't simply want to put your business on the radio. My job consists of being a consultant. Every plan that we build is customized specifically for you. And that's across all platforms, uh, including social and digital media, website design, and running radio ads. It's taking all those different pieces and then putting them together into a comprehensive plan. We want to discuss how we can help your business grow. We want to discuss your business. There's nothing more important to us than our advertisers' success. And that's why it is so awesome to have these great success stories. Just call one of our current clients and ask. The systematic solution for measurable marketing results. Midwest It's Thursday night, and you're grabbing drinks with some friends. Started off with a pitcher for the table, which quickly becomes two. There's pool. And there's the photo booth. All right, everybody, squeeze in. Say cheese. Followed naturally by an order of wings. And another. Can we get some extra ranch sauce? Then there's the ceremonial nightcap. So what are we doing this weekend? And lastly, it's back to the car, which, if you're buzzed... ...could be the most expensive night of your life. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving, because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. There is nothing better than the taste of food on the grill. And at Ace of Lacrosse, when it comes to grilling, they sell everything but the meat. Ace has a huge variety of grills, gas, charcoal, electric smokers, and fryers. Need to fix and clean your grill? They have what you need to get it done. Worried about putting it together? There's free assembly on grills over $3.99. Shop in store or order online. Pickup is always available. Grab your favorite grilling food and enjoy summer at Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. Happy grilling season! WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's 849 I'm Kevin Millar. Thank you for joining me on the program this morning here. Some fishing, well, outdoors news, I should say. Not fishing news, but outdoors news here this morning. Of course, with the uh, the 4th of July right around the corner, uh, officials in the uh, Upper Mississippi National, or Upper Mississippi River National Wildlife and Fish Refuge, uh, just the refuge, uh, want to uh, remind folks that uh, fireworks are not allowed in the refuge. They say that the, uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, the fireworks are a lot of fun for folks and, uh, but not necessarily the folks that the, the, the things that, uh, that live in the refuge, the, uh, animals, uh, uh, will, uh, often see them as threats and that the fireworks can put the animal inhabitants uh, of the refuge at risk. So, uh, if you're planning on camping on a sandbar or what have you, uh, they ask for your, uh, uh, that for your safety and for the safety of the animals, uh, leave the fireworks at home. And uh, along those lines, too, they said that you know they will have uh, law enforcement officers out patrolling and that the fine for fireworks possession and use in the refuge is uh, 225 bucks, which is uh, 
nothing to sneeze at. So definitely uh, be aware that uh, they're not allowed. Will that stop, folks? No, but still. It's, uh, you know, yeah. Keep that uh, in mind. Other fishing or other outdoors news. I don't want to say keep outdoors news. Um, that the, uh, from Wisconsin here anyway, the application uh, period for the 2021 bear hunting season uh, will open July 1st uh, after the successful col- completion of a legislative review. Uh, the application deadline remains uh, December 10th, 2020. Uh, applicants are reminded, uh, according to the DNR, to be aware that uh, the new bear management zone boundaries as their usual hunting grounds uh, may change to a new unit beginning in 2021. Uh, state wildlife officials do not know precisely how these changes will uh, specifically affect uh, harvest permit wait times, but they expect that there will likely be no significant changes across uh, zones uh, A, B, C, and D. There will be no zone changes for the upcoming 2020 season. Um, and certainly uh, bear hunting is becoming more prevalent in the state and more people apply each year than the, of course, that the, than the number of licenses uh, that are available. For uh, 2020, more than 119,000 hunters applied for uh, a permit or a preference point uh, for the 11,535 available permits. So... Find more information if you're uh, uh, looking for more details on that, of course, on the uh, on the Wisconsin DNR website. And uh, lastly here, I'm going to uh, shift over to uh, Minnesota, that the uh, Minnesota Department of Natural Resources uh, said earlier this week it will be shortening the camping and lodging reservation window. Uh, campers and lodgers were usually able to reserve campsites, cabins, etc., uh, up to one year in advance. Now they've got 120 days in advance to uh, to sign up. Uh, according to uh, DNR officials, the new policy change uh, came after customer survey results, uh, data analysis, and a desire to improve fairness and equity in the reservation process. Uh, the new changes will uh, be taking place next week, uh, on July the uh, July the first. Reservations made before July first will be honored, even if the date is beyond. Uh, the request or the date requested is beyond the 120 day window. Uh, for changes made to a previous reservation, uh, a rebooking will only be possible within the new 120 day window. And again, uh, if you're looking for more details on uh, on that, just go to the uh, Minnesota DNR website. It is coming up on 8:54. Back in just a moment with more on WKTY 96.7 FM 5:80 AM. WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. He'll tell you where the fish are biting. Just go in and ask. Chris, you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2. There's your comic book collection, the race car bed. I'm young at heart, but I put money into my 401k every paycheck. I'm taking control over my financial life, and that feels pretty grown up to me. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. Are those footy pajamas? This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. 
Now at Menards, save big money on your next project with 11% off everything. There's no limit to what you can create with Menards' huge selection of landscape blocks. Right now, pick up Crestone retaining wall blocks in a straight or beveled style for just 97 cents each after 11% off. Get 11% off everything now at Menards. Good through June 27th. Savings are mail-in rebate. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. Save big money at Menards. Prepare yourself. The family dog will be hiding under the kitchen table. Cows in the area may stampede. And you better grab your heart pills for an awesome fireworks display. It happens this Saturday at Lacrosse Fairgrounds Speedway. Smash-a-rama! Presented by the Lebakans Rent to Own. Witness the monster trucks in a car-crushing frenzy. Plus, see the high-flying daredevils of the sky as the Big Air ATV Tour performs their aerial display. And see the stuntmen perform a T-bone crash, a smoky burnout contest, and a backwards race. Hold on, there's more. The return of the boat race of destruction. Boats being towed around the track with no rules. No rules, you say? Plus, don't miss the Auto Value Street Stocks and what? The Racing Minivan. Watch them both duke it out on the quarter mile action track. Gates open at 6, the fun begins at 7.30. Adults are $20, students are 10, kids are just 5 bucks. Save time and money with advanced tickets available at your local Auto Value store. Free and easy parking, awesome fireworks, monster trucks, destruction, and great family fun. It's the Smash-A-Rama. Presented by the Lee Bakken's Rent to Own. This Saturday at Lacrosse Fairgrounds Speedway. Fireworks and family fun. Be there. If you're a sports fan, you can't afford to miss the Dan Patrick Show on WKTY. But I don't know if we're going to have anything like the last dance. Not anytime soon. You know, Lance Armstrong's story's been told. Bruce Lee is going to have a whole new audience there. And, you know, there were probably some stories that we haven't heard about Bruce Lee. But it feels like with Lance Armstrong, unless this is about Lance today and what has happened since he his fall from grace. All right. I, I'll watch it. Bruce Lee, I'll watch. I was always fascinated with Bruce Lee. I was fascinated because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar loved Bruce Lee. And I think he was trying to understand what Bruce Lee did. And, you know, sort of that magic of, you know, him at that size and how brilliant he was at his craft. But I'll watch that one as well. I just don't know if we're going to have a, a documentary that's going to be anywhere near what we saw. Don't miss the Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings 9 to 11 on WKTY. 96.7 FM, 580 AM. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's 8.57. Got a couple minutes uh, left to go in the program here. Again, you know, if you want to, uh, if you're looking to get out this weekend and do some fishing, it is uh, it is uh, tremendous right now. We are, uh, we got good conditions out there on the water. Um, I haven't had a ch- I didn't get a chance to look this morning to see how muddy it was from all the range yesterday, but... Um, I, I think, and I think most of that was down to the south that, uh, that we had, but so, you know, it's, uh, you know, great opportunities. And, and I think all species are pretty much biting right now. So take your pick, whether or not you want to, uh, you know, go catch a meal of bluegills or panfish or crappie or, uh, perch or crappies. Uh, you definitely got that uh, opportunity. You want to have some Real fun. Go out and do a little bass fishing. Find those, uh, find those weed beds. Find some topwaters and have at it. That uh, 
that does sound like a, a lot of fun. Whatever you do, make sure, yeah, just be safe. If you're, uh, if you're going to be, uh, heading out this weekend as well, that's, uh, make sure you stay hydrated. I haven't had to say that for a while that, uh, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be warm out there. It's muggy. It, I, you could feel it this morning and you know, it's not going to get any better, uh, for uh, a, a while there. So yeah, stay hydrated and drink plenty of, uh, plenty of water and just, uh, just be safe. Make sure you got the sunscreen on as well, because uh, you will you will need it. There isn't uh, unless you got an awning or something over the top of your boat. Uh, you're you're going to need some sunscreen, some kind of protection anyway. Um, so just again, uh, but get out there and have some fun, man. It's uh, it's going to be just nice out there and have some uh, make some memories with the uh, with the family. Take the kids out there. I know things are challenging right now, but still got a great opportunity to spend some quality time with them. A lot to show and a lot to do out in the outdoors and share your knowledge with them. They will, uh, they will, they may not show it when they're young, but they'll, they'll appreciate it. They really will. So until next Saturday, I'm Kevin Millard. You have yourself a tremendous weekend. We'll see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. Your station for sports. Get up! Get out of here! Go! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM.